0: This is Hit Bull Win Podcast, the official podcast of the Durham Bulls, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Hit Bull Win Podcast. Another couple of weeks already flown by. Season's actually flying by so far. So far, it's going really quick. I'd say. Sure, I'm. I don't disagree <laughs> with that. Sure. <laughs> My name is Patrick Nord. I'm the Video and Digital Production Manager here at the Durham Bulls. I'm joined with Scott Strickland, Assistant General Manager comma operation scott how are we doing this week doing excellent um doing really well i just had
1: a granola bar a few minutes ago okay and uh we got a little a
0: little uh site change mm. location change sure of weird of our recording here. if you hear a, a general low hum in the background of this podcast that is mike burling's mini fridge uh yep. i'm currently sitting at his desk first time i've ever sat in this chair actually I say that like I should have before. I shouldn't have, but uh, no, we're going to play a prank. I want to see if Mike actually listens to the podcast. So here's what how, we're going to do. How many days will go by If Wait, I've got, I'm going to one up you here. Okay. Behind me on in Mike's bookshelf. I'm not messing with anything. I'm not a big believer. If you're going to pull a prank, don't damage property. Kay. That's what my dad always told us. Pull a prank. Have wild. Don't damage property. I'm not going to damage anything. I'm going to turn one bobblehead around every day till he notices. <laughs> we're going to see how many days go around. Yeah. I mean, he's got three rows deep of bobbleheads. No way. Crash Davis, Joe Madden, Joe Morgan, Andrew Jones. My favorite is the Brett Favre Funko Pop. Yep. That's good. Chipper, Will Myers. Sure. Sure. Captain America's up there, too. So, Elvis. Is that Elvis? That's Elvis. That's Elvis. We also have Elvis. So, we're going to... That's what we're going to do. So, yes. We are in Mike Burling's office. Been a whale of a week so far. Big comeback win for the Bulls last night. It was Thursday. 3-0. We don't lose on Thursdays. Erased a 7-0 lead. Down by a touchdown. Really, it's just one score. Uh, came back. Won it in the ninth after a little bit of a rain delay. Uh, the Durham Bulls TARP team gutted... I would say gutted out that performance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the actual, you know, like applying it wasn't actually so bad. No. The whole removal process was a little little weak. I think half of us kind of gassed ourselves trying to get that one out. Uh, And then when we started rolling it, it was uh, the energy was low. Team morale was low, but that's okay. It's Friday. It's almost the weekend. Wooly Bill's birthday on Sunday. Uh, What you're going to hear next is a great interview we did with our friend Mitch. Friend of the podcast, Mitch. Big friend. Yeah. and Mitch taught last week, one of my favorite things about this podcast, notice the introduction here, okay? After Mitch starts singing, notice the introduction when all we do is say his name, and then Mitch just takes off. He's, he's, if you want to come on this podcast, that is that is the level we, we expect. That is the intensity yep. you would need to bring. He, he is the definition of point him in a direction and let him go. Yeah, he's incredible. He's mm-hmm. incredible. One of a kind. so sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview.
2: Oh man, take a look at my life.
1: <laughs> that would be a great intro. We <laughs> hope we got that. We're recording. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. here with you were just listening to the dulcet singing voice of Mitch Lukovic, senior advisor, Tampa Bay Rays, minor league
2: operations. How you doing, Mitch?: Never been better. Good. Happy to be here. Overlooking this beautiful Durham Bulls athletic park baseball field it's something it's else, something else. It, we have really grown here in durham with baseball and the community around you know the ballpark since coming here in 1998 and been here every year and uh, it's a pleasure to be here yeah yeah awesome we're, we're happy to have you I'm fired up. I'm ready ready to go. we're
0: ready to go uh we uh no we're really excited to have you here you were we talked about this a minute ago Mitch is the second two-time guest we've had on the podcast. Rare, 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 rare. I'm uh, honored, but he was on the third episode of hip Win podcast. If you want to go back and start listening there, you can compare that to today and see how much worse we've gotten over the last two years, <laughs> three years. Uh, but Mitch, so for people who don't know you, those unfortunate hmm, souls, yeah. uh, talk a little bit about your path here and what you do with the organization.
2: My path here is long because it's, I'm in my 48th season, 14 years with the White Sox between a player, coach and in administration. I uh, went to the Yankees as director of minor league operation and was there for seven years and then joined the Tampa Bay Devil Rays actually in the November of 1995 as an administrator, not as an administrator, which I was before. uh, Bill Evers, our Mm -hmm. Hall of Fame coach here with the Durham Bulls, was our manager. I was the pitching coach with uh, the Gulf Coast League Rays in our first season. Uh, We are an expansion team. Major League Baseball has not come to Tampa Bay yet because they started in '90. Eight, we started the minor league season in in 96 so Bill and I took the Gulf Coast League team Tom Foley Dennis Rasmus and Howard Johnson took a team to the Butte and that's where it all started and you know 10 years after I I started I became director of minor league operations with the Rays sure in January of 2006 and I've had a nice run with 14 years That's, through the yeah. 2019 season, and here I am still going around to all the affiliates. I I advise now they have questions. I'm happy to help, and you know I come see all my friends. Uh, you know in Durham, of course, Montgomery, Bowling Green, Charleston. I get to the Dominican, and uh, I'm well traveled, yeah. to say the I, least. I'd and say so. Enjoying every minute of it. Look at how can you not? If you're in the game of baseball, what what this is the 31st major league. Team right here in Durham, and yep, you can absolutely. see why just looking out uh, the glass windows at uh, where we're sitting.
0: For sure, you were in attendance for the game last night, correct? Absolutely. Uh, those were our throwback uniforms. You remember fondly. Absolutely. The I have one. The Devil Ray uniforms. I do. What are your thoughts on the throwbacks? Did we do a good job? I,
2: I think I think it did a great job. I'm actually. Anxious waiting to see the Cerveza's uniform, mm-hmm. which yeah. uh, the guy showed me uh, yesterday in the clubhouse after they threw out the, you know. Put on last night's uniform. It mm-hmm. seems like this is a, a thing uh, going in minor league baseball. These throwbacks or these themes. I was just in Bowling Green and uh, Kentucky, and you would expect that they're are the bootleggers on Thursday night for Thursday Thursdays. <laughs> sure. So it's a you know it's it's all about the fans. You know it's uh, it's a selling type thing, and, and and it's a really a cool thing to not be so stiff in a uniform, sort of say.
1: It's been neat too previously i think not all the specialty jerseys the players would get behind the guys have gotten behind a lot of the jerseys we've done the last few years sure
0: we um, haven't made the stranger things jerseys yet so let's uh <laughs> we don't there may be one this year that they're wood. not really wild about but uh we'll, we'll wait and see when stranger things <laughs> you're gonna comes have next. to play just play, just just play. you know come just on. Play. it's just a jersey now the uh their cerveza jerseys are really fun uh, very bright color. No matter how dark it gets out there, we're going to be able to we're find to them. Seen. They're they're not going to hide from us.
2: Fluorescent.
0: Yes, mm. yes. It is reverse camouflage. Uh, Mitch, talk a bit about uh Durham, if you will, and just how much the city's grown, and um, you know,
2: uh, the power of minor league baseball. I know there's a lot of great people in in Durham, uh, a lot of wonderful leadership. Uh, of course, our owner, Mister Jim Goodman, you know, has really transformed this. whole 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 area starting you know with moving the ballpark from the Durham Athletic Park to the Durham Bulls Athletic Park here and and there wasn't much around here at the time of course you had these iconic tobacco buildings and sure. now you renovate them you take out uh, you know the asbestos or office buildings there's restaurants there's a beautiful creek you know we used to park on the other side of the office of, of the tobacco buildings and there were barbed wire. That's, it was in, right. enclosed and it was the sign of the times. And with the power of minor league baseball and Mr. Goodman and ownership here uh, and the community investing in these beautiful, iconic buildings and transforming, it's a start. Before you know it, there's Diamond Vision 2, there's Diamond Vision 3. You can see construction going on all around the ballpark. as. Every time I come into the wonderful city of Durham, I walk. I walk the city, Mm -hmm. okay? So I have to go always, you know, around the old ballpark and see the construction, the apartment buildings around there. You see on the other side of... the parking garage the uh, of course you have the tobacco building at the parking garage and you had the old you know i think it was the a ford, ford dealership ford right ford but dealership. all in that area and how that has transformed and mm-hmm. you see all the the apartments and uh, i guess condos and in right field And you can look that beautiful tall building and what type of condos we have here And the restaurants it's a it's a renaissance of uh, Wonder everybody doing some wonderful things and really picking up the city. And we had the, the exact same thing, maybe not to this degree in Montgomery, Alabama, whose its ballpark oh, yeah. is built in ground in an old train station and in tile before you go into their office, it's in tiles, 1898, mm-hmm. you know, and it's on a historic, around a historic site with a Civil War yep. uh, prison. My, uh, you know. my
0: grandparents uh, and my mom actually grew up in Montgomery. Oh, it's beautiful. Um, so we were, I was at a uh, Montgomery Biscuits game when a guy named David Price came up to pitch. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we remember him, right? Got, yes. a, got, a, got a no decision that night, which uh, <laughs> well, was, that was pretty, uh, pretty,
2: pretty special. No pretty doubt. Special. <laughs> yeah, right. No doubt. <laughs> right, exactly. But the same thing is going on there um, on to a lesser degree as... It is here in Durham and it's quite remarkable the power of minor league baseball we get great crowds here night in night out and you see youthful enthusiasm yes you know the power of Duke Duke some of it is in you know the offices next door and youthful enthusiasm with restaurants and the the Durham Performing Arts Center man I I I can't we had a team little dinner after we talked about the day game right and i come back and all these people are coming out i'm like i get in the elevator with some of these <laughs> folks from and i said what well, what did you see like get back Gladys night i said Man, night. i should have missed the game <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Exactly. but as you mentioned to me a day or two ago how well that's doing there and they so really the well. whole the whole thing is this whole area has blossomed in such a positive way from the first time I have been here in Durham in 1998 till till now, it's fabulous.
1: What was, I believe it was unique, uh, that developed last year with, um, not to get in the weeds here, but our, our visiting team hotel or the hotel that we use uh, for guys who are only going to be here for a few days, or their families coming into town, I need a room for two nights for a weekend for my mom and dad. That used to be uh, a little further away, or even not even remotely close to downtown. And in last year and this year, it's it's uh, shout out to the Aloft that's that's right behind the Bull. And what what was really fascinating last year, I feel like a lot of families were coming to visit their kids from their perspective, mm-hmm. aka our players, right um and they were walking downtown they were going downtown for restaurants and dinner and lunches and brunches and breakfasts, uh and and family members playing guys playing with their little brothers in the grass that's in beautiful. front of the d-pack that 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 had not always happened before uh, especially back in 1995 when the place opened up
2: you, it, could, you it, couldn't do it you couldn't do it we used to stay at the downtown marriott here and uh, that's an easy walk but Let's talk about convenience of the A-lock to the ballpark. The opposing team stays there, it's nice for them, but all of us, all of us with Tampa Bay scouts, stay there as mm-hmm. well uh, the families like you say of our players some of our players just live there period you know that's their residence and how convenient you know today we you know unlike when i played triple a baseball you weren't fed at the ballpark you had to eat on your own before you, you you would get there there was peanut butter maybe for a spread after batting practice if that there was no post game meal and you can live today at the Aloft mm-hmm. because you know okay get a little breakfast there but we provide for the players like we never have in professional baseball, where when you come to the ballpark, there'll be a little something for you to get over some hunger. But after batting practice, you you talk about a really, really good nutritious mm-hmm. meal the transformation of the game and you know after every game we provide a wonderful meal and last night was even better uh because ryan Yarbrough provided for the spread our hey. our major leaguer you know who's making a little bit of money as yep. a major leaguer i've provided, heard he's done okay yeah uh, he's yeah. done okay uh, provided for you know, provided for the spread, which I did not eat. It's hard for this young guy to eat at that, that, you know, late at night, that type of, it must have been a 12 ounce filet that everybody was eating after the game.
1: I was walking through the hallway after some post game congratulatory fist bumps. And I cut through the clubhouse to get out to the street to go do my parking responsibilities. And I turned the corner (laughs) And I remember saying out loud, S- "Something smells tremendous." Not that the normal spread doesn't normally smell uh, outstanding, but I could tell something was different. And then I, I literally bumped into Ryan's wife on the street, who was carrying a box full of food. And I said, "What are you? What are you doing?" And she's, "I need to get this last bit of the spread to the clubhouse." Apparently, oh, she and the family oh, went and picked up oh, the food I to that. deliver it to Stacks, um, and it was more. Uh, salad and more uh, steaks and just oh yeah, post game spread from a big leaguer. That's always good. It's stuff. always good. That's, yes.
0: a, that's not bad. Uh, Mitch, some of our fans have gotten anxious a little bit with the slow start we've had uh, here in Durham. If you you've been around baseball a few years, you've, <laughs> a few seen, a, years. you've seen a few games uh, for a slow start team like this. What is the mindset? How do you get back on the horse? Um, is is there really anything to be done other than just sort of wait it out? Is time sort of the best? medicine
2: here well I think things run in cycles as good as we had a year last year sure which the Durham Bulls were named the best team in minor league baseball and for us with the Rays we can you know debate that a little bit because Bowling Green won their league Charleston won their league sure the Florida Complex League was 42 and 19 Mm -hmm. so we had a lot of good things happening uh you know in the minor league so i think we've had four best teams in baseball myself and we're happy durham was was one of them um the thing that happens in our game is cycles you know we were talking about our last best last worst year here and i think it was 2016 we won 64 games we've won two championships since that um and things happen in cycles. So when you trade Drew Strotman and, uh, you know, um, the other right-hand, Joe, pitcher, Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan, you know, Plasberg we traded, um, Bottenfield, you know, and now you have Shane Boz who might might have been here, might not have been here. He goes down with bone chips and Tommy Romero's basically our, our lone starter. And if you don't have them coming, even if you win from the next level, then you're searching a little bit. And I think that's where we are right now. The good news is that the major league clubs go from 28 to 26, I believe, on May 1st. And so there got to be some players coming down. Mm-hmm. There'll be other players from other organizations that, you know, might not make the cut that could be available for us. But not only winning, we like winning, we like winning through player development. And, how many championships over the years have we won? Or we've we been in the finals a lot. Uh, over, uh, every year I've been here. Over the years. Every season I've been here, we have been at least in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's... Decent track record. It's unusual. Unusual. Mm. But also, not only you, you want to win. Winning comes by good player development, good players. The last year in the big leagues, when we were in the playoffs, you have a 40-man roster. We used 57 players and 38 were pitchers and so they come from Durham and so we have to improve that as well not that the guys here can't do that but you never have enough debt and so everybody recognizes the personnel here that the guys can help but we never have enough because you never know what's gonna come right tomorrow right and and that happens so what are we doing in the meantime You had the best manager in baseball right there that knows how to run pregame to get players better. Fundamental Thursday. Fundamental Thursday yesterday, Scott, thank you. Um, He doesn't care if you have five years of service time or no years, you're coming out here and you're participating. And our goal with the Tampa Bay Rays is to get you better. And whatever your, your ceiling is, what the good Lord gave you, we're going to do our darnest to get it out, and I think that that will carry over and wins. Now, you know, we haven't had good pitching in the two games I was here, sort of say. Yarbrough did a nice job, certainly with Chris Muller coming in, has the stuff to to get hitters out here, and then you see Tommy Romero, and of course, Gars, and then Ryan Bolt has one of the best days in. Tampa Bay Devil Rays, Rays' history of hitting three home runs in a game, and it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. So uh, we're going to face our old player, you know, trading pitchers, Adam Libitor, Mm -hmm. who was a top prospect for us. We trade him to the Cardinals for Randy Mm Arena. You know, we traded for two guys that become rookie of the of years, a year, Rosa right. Arena and how about Will Myers, banging balls around this sure. ballpark, hitting on them over the office buildings. And uh, you know, this is the stuff we have to do. Unlike signing Wonder Franco to a large contract, it's not been our organizational business model. And we find different ways and try to be creative. And we have to be creative here in Durham to develop players to help our big league team
1: expand on that just a second and going back to last year i remember distinctly uh watching that bullpen the first couple weeks of the season thinking okay (laughs) this group is not going to be here long this is a big league bullpen yeah the entire bullpen was a big league bullpen yeah absolutely And
2: and they pretty much all left yet we still had an outstanding bullpen after that as well this is the good and the bad so we signed, We had good players in our system, and our pro scouting department signs our six-year minor league free agents, sort of say, or free agents. Did a fabulous job signing pitchers to come here, knowing that they can help here, but yet help, you know, in the major leagues. Well, the good and the bad of this is that because of our success here this year we didn't have as much success signing those type players. And to my dismay, thinking that 38 pitchers are gonna pitch Mm -hmm. in the big leagues, or a lot, and we get pitchers better. Lewis Head was working for a solar panel company, and even though he went up to the big leagues nine times, up and down, and they said, oh, that's inhumane. For a guy who never played in the big leagues, I'll do it. I'll take it. I'm happy. There's no, no player, former player, that didn't make the big leagues said to me, I wouldn't do that, that's inhumane. They're all raising their hand, I'll do it. Now Lewis is in the big leagues and we helped him. John Curtis, we helped him. He's hurt and he signed a two year deal with the Mets. And we he pitched in the World Series for us after signing as a minor league free agent. So we, we were disappointed that more pitchers of that caliber like Connolly and Dietrich Enns last year um, didn't sign with us, but it's their prerogative. they think they have no chance, and I think they were misled. Um, and then what happens is we don't have that same quality here in Durham as we have had in the past. Yeah,
0: sure, sure. I, I wanted to ask you, because um, I know – a lot of te- you know we asked Brady a couple of weeks ago your favorite team right what is your favorite team Ben I think for you and I may be speaking out of turn here it's a lot more of like I'm a big college football fan it's a lot more like recruiting classes right so you have an entire class all the way up from year to year from all the way down you know not down but all the way Charleston all the way up to Durham and through has there been a group and a specific one to two year stretch that stuck out in your mind
2: I think 2004, you know. It's hard for me to remember way back then. It's hard for me to remember last week at my young age. But, you know, that was the the way Davis, Jake McGee, I forget who else is in that that mix. We'd have to go back, but always 2004 stands stands out Mm -hmm. to me. But every year's different, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. I think all departments with the Tampa Bay Raise amateur scouting, international scouting, certainly professional scouting um, has really upped their game. And like when you see you trade Chris Archer, and and then you get uh, the medals who we certainly traded glass now who's an all-star who's hurt, and Shane boz who can be a future all-star or I when we got ben zobers how about when we got ben zobers mm-hmm. and mitch dalvin what does ben zobers do so it's not only raising our players through our amateur draft it's not only signing in our inner international draft is okay wonder franco but how's jesus sanchez doing with the You know, the Marlins now that we got Nick Anderson for and uh, certainly uh, Diego Castillo, how's he doing now with Seattle? We got Shamwa, who's hurt now. But we have to do those things to stay afloat, to take on the Giants the the, the conglomerate Giants, not the San Francisco Giants, but the mighty Yankees or the mighty Red Sox. And Toronto has some big cabbage. They've signed George Springer and a number of these guys. So, you know, so how do we do it? How do we compete? And there's no crying in baseball. There's no asterisk in the standings, right? Like, okay, whatever your standings are. Well, second last in payroll. There's nothing like that. So you got to figure out we have wonderful, ownership and leadership that allows you to fail, to bring creativity and try to beat the opposition in, in different ways, which is uh, is actually a lot of fun. A lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Lot of yeah, fun. for sure. And nobody panics, you know, seasons like average right now, Yarbrough will come back eventually, Shane Boz will come back eventually, we'll get, we'll get our players back eventually, let's just hang in there, let's just hang in there, and you know, we're gonna give it our best shot.
1: I believe Mitch is still our
2: all-time wins leader. I'll I'll need to go back and look at that. Pretty sure, yeah, pretty sure. It's always good, whatever you are, to be an all-time. All-time, yeah. You know, but I gotta tell you, in 2007, we were in Columbus. We are the Columbus Catfish in the South Atlantic League, right, my all-time going to an affiliate record will never be broken. So, I'm telling you, you got to listen. This. this is kind of it's kind of cool. Okay. So, I go in there five games, 5 and 0. Second trip, 5 and 0. Second time, I lost the game. 4 and 1. First playoff game, 1 and 0. Championship, 1 and 0. 16 to 1 that's hard to beat. That's, that's pretty good when you go in some of these guys are one and 16 you know depending <laughs> on where they go but that was my all-time best yeah and make no mistake if we're gonna play we want to play for to win we're never gonna abuse a player we're not gonna pitch them 167 pitches a game these kids are someone's children aspiring to become big league players we need them in the big leagues we need to do what's right for them what's right for them will be right for us but make no mistake if we're going to go across those lines we want to win who wants to play and not win right that's un-american
1: and that played out in front of our eyes last year we've talked about this a couple times with brady um in the final stretch Mm -hmm. i get it. it was a little awkward it was added you know midway through the season what are we doing what are we not doing i i get that but Herm Edwards, you play to win the game. And our our first uh, team that we went up against, they clearly were not here to win the game. And conversely, our team was 100% here to
2: win the game. Absolutely. Would expect nothing different from Brady Williams, our staff, but that's our attitude. I mean, come on, what's worse than winning, but also from a developmental side. Mm. Mm -hmm. So if you're... Well, baseball's played in the summer, and we're in some hot cities in Durham, certainly Montgomery. Oh, yeah. Um, Bowling Green could get 108 in the summer, and Charleston is, it it gets quite toasty. So would you rather be four and 80 going into the last month, or 80 and 40 going into the last month? And what I'll say to you is, like you talked about the ball club, our first series, when we had that last 10 games here in Triple-A, their attitudes were lousy. They were uncompetitive. So I say from a pure development standpoint, I like to have momentum in the month of August. Now we're more into September with the off days for one reason, I don't wanna lose their their attitude. That I edge. want them yeah. coming to the ballpark, looking forward to playing. And when you're playing for something, you're 80 and 40, you're gonna make the playoffs. These kids look forward to the playoffs we do not lose 100 at bats or lose 25 innings per month that last month for a starter it's important for development and i know well the old timers say that those guys should have that attitude anyway well that's not that's the it, case yeah no you yeah. know that i that's know that you've yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's not so, realistic thank you and so Winning is fun. Last night was fun, and Ryan Bold had three home runs. The clubhouse atmosphere is so much different, obviously for a win than a loss, but from a pure development standpoint, I, as a former farm director, and our guys know who's taken over for me, know how important August is and how important going down the stretch is competing for the chance to play in the playoffs. It matters. Absolutely. It matters.
0: Absolutely. Well, Mitch, it's been a pleasure. Scott, do you have any more questions for our good friend Mitch?
1: Love having you in town, Mitch.
0: Well, thank you. You're the best. You are a pleasure being here. Absolutely. You have a VIP pass anytime you want on Hit Bull Win Podcast. (laughs) Folks, we will be right back to close this thing out. Great interview, great guy. Again, that was a couple weeks ago. So if it, it sounds like a little weird, Ryan Bolt didn't just hit three home runs in a game where we had a seven nothing deficit. Those I thought he was going to
1: hit one last night.
0: I he came close. Yeah, and you were, great, you were positioned. I had a great shot of it. I had a great shot of it. Uh, mm-hmm. But he didn't. He didn't. Um, next man up. Next man up. That's how this team rolls. Brady ball, baby. Uh, team is on the road next week. But Scott, big event going on at the DAP. We've been talking about this one for a while. Sylvanesso. Yeah, I've been struggling with terminology of how to explain it to somebody.
1: It's not a music festival. No. Right? It's a concert. But it's three concerts. And so that seems weird yeah. to say. I see. It seems weird to say three concerts as well. A okay. showcase? And so I've just been saying
0: we've got three concerts. That, that's what I've ended with. That's because not, I feel I mean, like that, that's you're the not easiest wrong. to explain. Yeah, you're not wrong. I like but, a showcase. Yeah. Performance, three performances. That yeah, sounds more like someone friends over the D would have. But.
1: Yes, or a dance recital or something. Yes. But but yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, uh, Sylvanesso live at the D. At, excuse me, at the DAP. Um, great little backstory. That they performed at the D I believe in two thousand and it was either eighteen or nineteen. I think it was nineteen. Okay, and they sold out back to back shows. Sure did. And so they were kind of ready for that next step up uh, venue capacity wise. And you know they've they've got their Durham group right, so they've got a, a sound and and vibe that kind of jives with the with the DAP a little bit. So we're excited. Friday and Saturday are sold out. So uh, if you're looking to attend the show, Thursday is your only option.
0: Thursday's your best bet.
1: And uh, there's still tickets available for Thursday. Go to DurhamBulls.com and you can get that taken care of. But uh, we're excited to to get some protective flooring laid out there and some stages
0: built. It'll be a good time. Yeah, it's gonna be a good time. They're they're a really cool Durham group um that that like scott said really actually care about durham uh, i mean they did a performance out here during covid times when everybody was kind of stuck at home they got some cameras out here and did a little show that was pretty cool uh they were on the tonight show and did i think it was the tonight show and did a performance from the top of the durham uh hotel uh that was pretty cool skyline in the background and everything yeah. like that uh, so yeah, but and they're just good people too. I think every interaction we've had with them has been awesome. Uh, they're super nice. Their people are usually pretty good about getting back to us, which can be tough when people make it big. But that's a Grammy nominated artist performing at the DAP. You don't see that every. You don't day. see that every You day. don't see that every day. So yeah, go get your tickets for Thursday for that. Come see us at the ballpark. We got we got some big stuff coming up, Scott. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tease something right now. Okay. We just shot a jersey release that comes out tomorrow. Very excited for. It very excited for not necessarily for the product itself, but so people can see our process in the shot. Uh-huh. This is, do, this is, intense. do I know what it, what it was for? You did it one time. <laughs> <laughs> Are you suggesting I've forgotten or uh, it's changed a little bit? No, you, you forgot. Okay. You forgot. Well, I didn't remember where I put okay. my book bag or wallet yesterday. So, Hey, like I said, survive in advance. Yep. That's where we're at. All right, everybody, come see us, DurhamBulls.com, slash tickets. You want to work with us, DurhamBulls.com, slash jobs. Come come, hang out with us. Mm-hmm. It's a really good job. You get paid pretty well. You don't have to really, it's, it's not, oh, you're the not killing pole. yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're, you're working, it's, it's, it's good work. It's good work. You're going to work hard, but you're not going to overly exert yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want someone from the shop, DurhamBulls.com, slash shop, you're going to be seeing a lot about this jersey release that I'm talking about within the next couple of days. Other than that, follow us on social at Durham Bulls. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Give us a share. Send it to your friends, your mom, your dad. You got Father's Day coming Anybody. up. Yeah, when is Father's Day? June. It's early this year, isn't it? Hmm. Maybe I've got that backwards because Mother's Day was so early. Mother's, Mother's Day, Day was really early. early this year. Looking like uh, June 19th. 19th, so late. Yep. Yep. There we go, Patrick. Good work. All right. That's Hit Pull Win Podcast. I hope you guys had a good time. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Bye bye.